This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Questions. Is he the best quarterback for this offense? And if so, what makes him that way? Absolutely. Um, You know, what he does and what he's done um, makes me really comfortable in saying that. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. 20 minutes from now, we will get our thoughts on every one of today's MLB division games and series prices on the um, the games that we saw yesterday. White Sox-Astros, that has shifted. Red Sox-Rays will tell you the best way to play those series and the ones that start tonight. So we'll get this in baseball. Well, let's keep talking some NFL here. Week five, uh, we're lining up these games here. There's Mike Tomlin talking about his quarterback situation. And that's a game, Aaron, it's interesting, where the line has moved so much, right? That that so That's a weird one for us to follow this week. The, the Broncos and the Steelers are just watching the line movement here. I, I know you've had your eye on it. Yeah, so, you know, with some uncertainty at the quarterback situation, is Teddy going to play? What's going to happen? And then you see some Pittsburgh money coming in. It really got me thinking because we start looking at these lines early Monday morning, you know, and we're analyzing it, we're we're diving into things. And by Friday, some of these games have changed so much. So I'm curious from a betting perspective, you know, for those of us that are a little bit newer and looking for strategies, what are some do's and don'ts when you're looking at line movement? What should we be looking for? Sure. Uh, c- how great would it be if Mike Tomlin would have said, no, Ben's not the best quarterback for this team. <laughs> like, what, what kind of answer are we expecting there? That would, that would have been a great way to go out. Uh, I, this specific matchup in, in the line movement is fascinating. And uh, I was actually talking about this last night on uh the the sports betting spaces that i did i'll tweet out uh, the podcast when that comes out later today but sometimes the answer is i don't know what's going on like we can all have our guesses and that's where i'm at here so on thursday afternoon mike Kliss, longtime broncos beat reporter he was at practice he tweeted out a, a video of teddy and he's like teddy's good to go looks like he's good to go uh according to vic fangio he's not out of the concussion protocol yet but so what's happening here is money's coming in on Pittsburgh. Why? So we see the video of Teddy beat reporter saying, looks like he's good to go. Not officially in yet. Cause he's got to get out of protocol, but, th- but there's money being bet on the Steelers. Why? And we know how terrible Ben is. Is it because there is not a downgrade? If it is somebody else like Mason Rudolph under center, maybe uh, sometimes the answer is they don't really like the Steelers. They're betting the Steelers. They're trying to maneuver the line exactly where they want it. And then they're going to come in and bet double or triple on the other side. Uh, Sometimes it's um, a lot lot of times in the sports media space with uh, with betting. People love to hear about sharp money. What are the respected betters doing? Where's the sharp money? Where's the sharp money? Let's throw an example out. Cincinnati. So there was sharp money on the Bengals at three and a half. But people hear that and they say, oh, the Bengals are a sharp side. I'm going to bet the Bengals. Well, the Bengals, the number's three now. 
the sharp betters aren't betting the Bengals at three. They bet it at three and a half because of the key number of three. So that's something else to keep in mind uh, when you okay. hear that, that, oh, the professionals are betting one specific side. Well, you want to find out which number were they betting at because those pros are not betting it at three. They're only betting it at three and a half. The other thing Makes I find sense. interesting then- in, in this game, Aaron, and, and like there's all the injuries, right? It's not just Teddy Bridgewater. I, I think yeah. th- this might be one of those where it's the Broncos are really banged up. I think I heard during the broadcast last, last week, they have seven or eight starters that are out right now. So like, cause it, it is weird, right? Like on the surface, the Steelers have stunk this year and the, the Broncos are good. And the Broncos might have their quarterback, and yet this is a pick em or one-point game. It, it, it does come off as strange. Yes, and if we do the matchups, everything's Broncos, right? Like mm-hmm. you give, If you're given an edge on one side, you're probably giving it to the Denver side. I will say, Pittsburgh at home, the reeling. This is, like, this is a typical Mike Tomlin spot over the years, isn't it, when things are falling apart? Like how far are we going to go away on the Steelers? The Steelers pick them minus one at home for years and years. That's lock it in. You just back Pittsburgh. And uh, just how far, how many games do we think they're going to lose in a row? You know what I mean? Like, are they truly a bottom five team or are they middle of the road? And that's what people are trying to figure out. But again, I don't understand the move. We talked about betting the Broncos. In the end, we did not make it a contest play. But I understand if you uh, if you take them. I think a, a good follow-up to this is also like, so I'm looking at one site, Broncos minus half a point, basically, you know, yeah. slight, very slight favor. On the other side, it's, you know, we're talking about Steelers minus a point, minus a point and a half. So between the books, do you, do you gain anything from that? Or it's just like everyone's kind of guessing because it's whatever action they're taking. They're, they're What's the money line? Broncos on, on minus the 108, uh, the Steelers minus 106. Yeah, you're not getting any plus money on it. So I don't think there's really I don't know why. I'm not quite sure. And they're keep they're probably keeping it in a spot where you can't tease the dog past seven, too. They probably want to do that. Yeah. So mm. they're just maneuvering it a little bit. So what about the Niners at Cardinals? That's another head scratching game. You know, the Niners money just keeps coming in, even though with that quarterback situation, do we really know? Is it Lance? Is it Jimmy G? What's going on? And a full so, point here, right? Five and a half to four and a half over the course of the week. Full point this moved. There's been a lot of push and pull with this game. Are we? Because I just saw some people tweeting out uh, that they just bet San Francisco plus six. So there are wow. some places that are moving the other way. At FanDuel, it's four and a half. So the look ahead was one and a half. They opened at three and a half. FanDuel has four and a half and other places are at five and a half or six. I know a, a lot of, uh, a lot of pros are coming in on San Francisco. They like Shanahan full week of preparation with the rookie quarterback. They believe in Trey Lance. Um, and what's the big weakness of the Cardinals. They are dead last in the NFL on defense, an explosive run rate. 18% of runs against Arizona are, are qualify as explosive plays. 18%. Where wow. do the San Francisco 49ers excel? The Shanahan run game. And, and now and now with a quarterback that can add to that. And Trent Williams is in. Number one tackle in the Oh, NFL. he is now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he practiced in full he yesterday. He was banged up. Yeah, we still have Jimmy G. Jim, I don't think Jimmy G's gonna play. Uh Kittle did not practice on Thursday, so keep an eye out there. You know, the more I think about this, if you're getting a good number, um, I I 
I like San Francisco. I, I've not bet it. Maybe I will before we uh, we get to Sunday. The more I think about it, rushing props. Mm-hmm. I wonder oh, what which you know, one. You know, I'm gonna which I'm one? gonna pull up Lance's number right now if it's out. Right, we don't know who's gonna start, so I'm not sure that they'll that Fanduel will post it. But that's true. It's probably yeah. If he's you know, obviously it's his first start, but based on what Joe said, the 18% explosive run rate, Shanahan a full week of preparation. If it's a reasonable number, I, my guess would be somewhere in the 40s, 40-something, 40 right? I'm, I'm thinking about Jalen Hurts, right, because I, I follow his a lot. It's usually in the 40s, whatever. Justin Field's probably going to be in the 30s or 40s as he starts playing more. Yeah. Yeah, if you get if you get Lance in the 40s, I would take the over yeah. on that. Oh, that's a yeah. good one on Fields because uh, the Raiders give up a lot of chunk runs too. So that's that's an interesting angle there. It's not fun going against Kyler. It's not fun. So I understand. And they're covering. Arizona's covering. It's not like yeah. they're squeaking by. They've, they've been a pretty – well, they're 3-1, and one, I think, against the spread so far. So they've done a good job there. Uh, if that's a, I find that game so much more fun with Trey Lance in there. And I, I don't hate Garoppolo. I, I think he's a you know he's one of my average Joes. But I, I think it's just more fun with Lance. Are we sure it's a downgrade? We're going to find out. I'm not sure. Overall, I'm not sure either. Like he's not going to be as polished as a passer, right? He's gonna he's he's gonna make mistakes, overthrow guys. He's still tr- figuring it out. But as a runner, I mean, what he adds, like the floor on the Niners goes up. I think. Agree, agree. That's good. That's one of the sneaky fun games this weekend. Mm-hmm. Anything else in terms of line movement um, that's jumped out at you that maybe you want to? Yeah. yeah, I think there's one thing worth noting, and I believe that uh, we'll have a full breakdown later in the show on it, but I find it fascinating, the results of Packers Bengals. So I was just saying sharp money has come in on the Bengals at three and a half. Uh, The public is going to come in on heavy as long as it sticks at three. People are going to look at the board on Sunday and they're going to say, oh, I can bet on Aaron Rodgers and I only have to lay three points. That's awesome. I'm going to bet on Green Bay. That's what they're going to do. I don't know if the Bengals are good. I don't know. But what, what's going to happen in this game, I think, is going to be it's going to be intriguing because you're going to have the public coming in on Green Bay and then the professionals already took Cincinnati at three and a half. Yeah, this feels like the first week. And, and part of this is the line movement we're discussing. This is the first week where I feel like I have my best read so far, four games in on the teams. But the lines, some of the, the like the, some of the lines haven't matched up to what I thought. Like I mentioned before the, the week started, I thought the Panthers would be a five point favorite over the Eagles. It's now three. Right, uh, the Bengals and, and the Packers. Joe just mentioned that. I thought the Packers before the week started would be a bigger number than it's it, – and it's basically sat at three all week. That that I find really interesting. So I feel like I finally, after a month – because it's hard. Like you got to figure out what these teams are. I finally feel like I have a pretty good feel on who's what in the NFL, what the teams are. And I'll be wrong on some of them. But the lines this week haven't matched what I thought, thought of some of these teams. higher, right? With the Packers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it would be you – know. I don't know, four, four and a half. I know the Bengals are three and one coming off 10 days, but maybe I'm just downplaying the Bengals. Maybe they're better than I, maybe they're real. Maybe they're good. I mean, the line is We're telling us. find out if, if they really are a top five defense like they've Sure played. we are. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I forgot to mention when you're talking about the Cowboys Giants, uh, Cowboys are the only team still undefeated against the spread. Yes, they are. Well, if they're, if they're that way on Monday, they're going to be in all our top five rankings next week because that means they win by at least eight points. And that'd be another. And that was the team I was debating putting in my top five, you know? Yeah. I mean, if they go five and oh, that's pretty darn good. This Vikings line is going to be 10. Speaking of point spread movement, it's no it doubt. It is in some places. Boy, we're, yeah. We're, we're at nine and a half already on FanDuel Sportsbook. 
It's tough to pull the trigger on Detroit. Minnesota is going to be a very, very popular survivor play. Um, I, I'm using them a little bit, but I don't feel great about it with a divisional matchup. And then the Lions just, they do things when you expect them not to, you know? like They probably should have been there in the end in that Bears game. I don't know that I they should have won, but they... <laughs> I'm, I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter. What, what about the line movement with the Jags with all this Urban Meyer? Yeah, stuff I thought going it on. would go up higher, but it really hasn't. It's it really has. around. Is four, that because Trevor Lawrence half. is playing better? Like I was kind of surprised. I thought more people might be just fading an automatic fade because of this. Sure, I think it's because of the Tennessee injury report. Uh, so okay. the other day there were 21 players on it. AJ Brown practiced in full. Julio still not practicing, but uh, I think I don't think Henry practiced yesterday early either. That scared me oh, a little geez. bit. Yeah, and the Jaguars pretty good against the run. We'll hit that one. We got a lot of NFL still to do here. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. Let's talk MLB on the other side. Two game twos, two games ones today. A great day of baseball. We'll talk all things MLB playoffs and how to bet it coming up right here. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. 